Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about three crazy accurate reasons why you didn't get the job and how to fix them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So these are not common reasons mm-hmm. that we're going to discuss. So obviously the obvious ones are you didn't have enough technical knowledge. You're you didn't nervous. Ha- you didn't have experience. These are sort of outside of the box, but yeah. guarantee you fall into one of these three. Yeah. So the first one is that you weren't a team fit. Yeah, so we talk about cultural fit quite a lot and it's very underestimated and blah, blah, blah. We've said it a lot of times on this podcast, but I just want to explain it in a different way Mm -hmm. with a little bit of an analogy Uh, just to really get into your head the way that the employee is thinking Mm -hmm. when they're hiring and and the fact that they might not choose you based on the cultural fit. Yeah. Okay, so imagine your employer Mm -hmm. is... Uh, is a, is purchasing a product, okay? Yeah. They're purchasing a product and they have to choose one out of hundreds of products, yeah. okay? It doesn't matter what this product is for the purpose of this example, yeah. but they're going ahead and they need to buy a product, okay? Yeah. All of the products are very different. They vary slightly maybe in cost, mm-hmm. okay? But they definitely vary in quality, yeah. all right? So the employer goes ahead and picks up one of the products while they're having to think about who that they who they should uh, what they should purchase. Yeah. Sorry, so they pick up one of the box. They're reading it. It's a little bit more on the expensive side, mm-hmm. and the box claims to do all of these amazing things. You know, yeah, yeah. might say it can you know ticks off all the lists. Like I can do this, I can do this. It's very enthusiastic. It's very kind of comes across as a little bit stuck up, mm, right? Okay. Now the employer, while it's assessing this product and having to think about which product to purchase is also keeping in mind that they've also got a whole bunch of other products already purchased Mm -hmm. at home. And those products at home are working cohesively together. Mm -hmm. They're getting the job done. They've ironed out all the kinks. They've got a really good dynamic going on with all these already purchased products at home. Okay. So the employee is thinking, you know, this is a little bit on the expensive side, but it's claiming to do all these magnificent things. And yeah. it's, you know, coming across as yeah, maybe a little bit of false promises. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, a bit up themselves, maybe a little bit arrogant. And yeah. I know that and the employer says, I know that if I purchase this product and I introduce it to the products that I've got at home, mm-hmm. it might disrupt the really harmonious dynamic that we've got going on at home, yeah. which I've worked tirelessly yeah. to put together and get up and running. So the employer decides not to go ahead with that product, puts it down, okay. picks up another product, and this one costs a little bit less money, mm. which is great because saving money is always good. And yes. as an employer, your business, you're mm-hmm. always trying to look for ways to help to make money and yeah. saving them saving money is a way to make money. Yeah. So it picks up this box and is like, you know, it's um a little bit less expensive, having a read of it, turning it over and stuff, and it just sort of comes across to the employer as a little bit unmotivated. Right. So, you know, the employer thinks, you know, if I introduce it back home, maybe I can give it some extra batteries or charge it or, yeah. you know, change the cover, whatever this product is. Mm. 
is just trying to think of ways like how could I make this work if I was to purchase this product? Yeah. You know, I save money, but it's a little bit unmotivated. And what happens if I can't make that work and I've introduced it to the products back home, again, that are working really well together? Yeah. How, you know, how's that going to affect the dynamic at home? Is yeah. it going to be that the dynamic of the products at home are going to be a bit resentful that they have to pick up extra slack. Right, yeah. Are they going to, is it going to cause cracks in the structure because mm-hmm. this per, this product's not carrying its weight? Yeah. So the employee decides, okay, I'll put this down. This is not something that's going to work for me. Picks up another product. Mm-hmm. Now they come in with the, the product comes in with the right price. Yes. And the product is having a look at it. You know, it's saying all the right things, this particular, this mm-hmm. third product saying all the right things, the employer's having a look at it, yeah, it feels good, you know, yeah, it'll probably work, but Mm. there's just nothing exciting about it. There's nothing that is showing me that this particular product is going to, you know, maybe have a real positive effect on the products back home or is going to bring something extra or is going to, you know, uplift who is there. There's nothing in there in this particular product that says that they're going to be a really good example to the rest Mm. of the the products back home. You know, there's just nothing exciting about this particular product, but yeah, it's saying and doing all the right things, but I'm just not feeling it. That's what the employer says. Exactly. So, all of these these things in this analogy, obviously, it's talking about an employer when yeah. they go to hire people, they mm. get a selection of hundreds and yes. hundreds of people. And, you know, it's not to say that everyone, you know, the employer makes a judgment on you as a product, yeah. but it's not always necessarily true. You just might be coming across that way in the interview. Yeah. So, it doesn't mean that you're stuck up. It doesn't mean you're unmotivated. It doesn't mean that you know, you're boring or whatnot. Underwhelming, yeah. Underwhelming. It's just, this is how you're coming across in the interview. And if you start looking at it like the employer's gone shopping for a particular product, it just... It just changes the way that you present yourself in an interview, if you know what I mean. So, you know, talking about a team fit, you've Mm. got to, they're constantly thinking about that cultural fit back home. And not only you as a person, but they have to be able to see you working amongst their team and adding something to that. They're investing a salary on you every year. You've got to be adding something to that already established team. And of course, not every established team works cohesively, Mm -hmm. but they, at the very least, they want someone who's not going to cause any more problems. Um, And on the plus side, if they can get someone really good, they want someone to maybe mend some of the yeah, cracks as yeah, well. Yeah, like be as a kind of like a beacon for where the work should be at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, the importance of cultural foot, yes, it's better employee employee engagement, yeah. better performance, better productivity, happier employees, job satisfaction, long tenures, yeah. all of that stuff. But if you just go in thinking that, I'm here to sell the product that is me. Mm. That's going to change the way that the employer sees you in terms of a cultural fit. Yeah. So you should always try to let them get a good glimpse of what it would be like to work with you. In the right? team. In yeah. the team, yeah. yeah. So you should show off your personality as much as you can, but yeah. not not oversell as well, as you said, with that flashy product yeah. that has all the bells and whistles, but... Be real. Yeah, be, be real. realistic, mm-hmm. but also don't underwhelm them by mm-hmm. not talking enough, not expressing enough, not Just giving enough yourself. examples of yep. where you shined in your previous roles. And the best thing about that is if you can come across as more authentic, obviously, yeah. number one, you'll be less nervous because... Yeah. 
it's nerve-wracking to try and be someone you're not. Yes. And number two, if that employer doesn't like who you are as a person, your personality, why do you want to work for them? Yeah, You should be working with people that you gel with, that Mm. you will fit in well with, and you should be looking out for yourself in that regard. Yeah, so it's it's not just a one-way street. You know, you've also got to like your employers. There's a lot of shitty employers out there, so it should work both ways. Yeah. 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 So the second uh, reason why you didn't get that call back is because you didn't seem like you wanted it. Yeah, so this flows on nicely. So mm. uh, not just talking about the cultural fit, yeah. but, you know, if I just bring up an example of maybe, you know, maybe you go into the interview, maybe you've had a hard time finding a job, maybe this is the 10th interview that you've gone for, maybe yeah. there was traffic, maybe you didn't get the location right, maybe mm. you're confused about the time, maybe you're flustered. Yeah. Whatever the reason is... Every time you go to an interview, you've got to establish three things with the employee. You've got to make them believe three things about you. Okay. Number one, you applied for this job specifically. Yeah. So, we know you didn't. They know you didn't. You know you didn't. You know when you're job searching, you apply for every role that you can possibly think of because Mm -hmm. you need another job. However, you need to make them think that you've gone on to seek, you've typed in what you're looking for, You've scrolled through the list of all the jobs. You've mm-hmm. come across their job. You've opened it up and thought, oh, this is for me. Yeah. This is exactly what I want. Okay. You've applied for it. You've, you've taken the time to make it really tailored. Yeah. And you really want this. So that's the first thing. You've applied for it specifically. Got there eventually. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> that you don't want to be just another statistic. Yeah. So once you're in, you're in it. Yeah. You're present. You're not yeah. thinking about the traffic. You're not thinking about the other interviews. Mm-hmm. You're here to actually win. You're not there to be a statistic. Number three, you want to make them believe that you're so grateful for the opportunity that you're willing to repay them for the chance to work with them with really hard work and longevity. Okay? So really all of those things are saying that you really want that job. And so if you're coming across as unmotivated, that can really be a slap in the face. Mm. And it's just a really easy way to stand out. Again, I've said this multiple times throughout all of our episodes. It's really easy to stand out. People Mm. think it's the other way. Mm. People think that it's really easy to blend in and not get the opportunity. It's actually really easy to stand out and make a difference. Once you've been a recruiter and you've spoken to people in line for a particular role, it's so easy to leave your mark. So this is one of the ways. So when you're talking about examples and they've asked you questions and they've said, give me an example when you do this, really show that, show your motivation, you know? You know, you tried different things to reach a certain goal or we were on a deadline and I did these extra things. And and also, you know, change the tone of your voice on purpose. Control your tones. When you're talking about things, I mean, I think I do it naturally. You know, I've got a lot of passion. But, you know, if you don't naturally have a lot of passion, be mindful of that when you're coming into it. You don't have to go fake and be weird and feel uncomfortable Mm. with the way you're describing things. But if there is something that you're particularly proud of, pretend the way you talk has a highlighter. Yeah, okay. Pretend the words coming Mm. out are are actual letters out of your mouth and you want to highlight in yellow highlighter all the things that you want to bring forward and really make note. That's interesting. So, yeah, yeah, so you control the tone of your voice and just do it on purpose, even if it's slightly more, just it'll make a difference, body language. And, you know, smile, be happy to be there. If you're not especially bubbly, as like naturally, just make sure you smile and make sure you seem happy for whatever that means to you. So it doesn't have to be anything fake. 
just be happy to、mm. be there, even if it's the twentieth interview、yeah. that you've gone through. You've got to pretend like this is your first one. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. To.、Mm-hmm. So、um, keeping that enthusiasm up is very important. Yes.、Um, what about、um, mentioning something about the company? Like, would that help? Like saying,、yeah. I really wanted to apply for this job because I looked at this company. Oh yeah. Thought, A hundred percent. That、yeah. really, like, reading the company profile, this really stood out to me, and、mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that. One hundred percent. Yep. So if you go onto the company page, often you know on Seek they'll have a little blurb about the company、yes. and what they're most proud、yeah. of. They even have like employee reviews now. They do. Yeah. yeah. So you could say that. Or you could go onto their website and go to that mission part、okay. or about、yeah. us part and look at their mission, and. You could say like I really wanted to work for this company because、mm. your vi- your vision aligns with my vision.、Mm. This is what I do personally, yeah. And of course, I want to work for a company that matches that. Yeah. So that's one way to easily stand out. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And did you notice my tone when I just、yes. said that? Yeah, it went up and down. <laughs> it did, <laughs> but good example. Yeah, it is. It's pretty simple to pretty simple to do. Yep. So the third reason why you didn't get the job. Is、um, because you didn't paint the picture. Yeah, the picture. What so, is the picture? The picture. So let me explain first. When you're a, re- a recruiter and you are interviewing, say, five people in a row,、mm-hmm. sometimes, actually, ninety-nine percent of the time, you walk out of one of those interviews、yeah. and you just know they're going to get the job. Okay, you just know. It's not that they did. You know, you can't really think of anything different that they did, or、okay. the answers were similar to the previous person's answers. But you just、yeah. have a hunch deep down、yeah. that they're going to get the job. Okay. And this is not anything magical. Right. It is just that the reason we have that hunch is because that person in the interview. Was able to paint us a really clear picture of them doing doing the job. We can、okay. see them in the job already.、Okay. We can see、mm. them, and that's the difference between the person that gets the job and the people that don't.、Right. So you need to paint a really clear picture of you doing the job. So、okay. when、um, you're going into an interview, I think it's a real misconception that you are there to answer questions.、Okay. You're not there to answer questions.、Mm. You're there to actually. Control the interview a lot more than you think. So in、mm, everything、okay. that you give an answer for, you need to make sure that obviously, first of all, make sure you know the role inside and out. Do、okay. your research. If、yep. you haven't done the role before, you need to understand it like the back of your hand. Yeah. And Now, reading the job ad before you go into that interview. That's right. Read、mm. the job ad before you go in. Make sure you know it down pat. Yeah. Second thing is. If you don't, if you haven't done the job before, you need to already have examples of transferable skills. So if、okay. you worked in a different role, how were those roles and jobs and skills that you developed there? How do they align or match、mm. as much as possible to this job that we're talking about? Yeah. So in every answer that you give, in the back of your mind, you should be going through that list of responsibilities.、Mm-hmm. So anytime they answer, ask a question. Use that as your opportunity to go through your checklist in your mind and say, okay, what out of all of those five points, let's say, can I talk about that was in the job ad that I could use to answer this question? And that's how you answer everything. And quite often, when you do these things, the best thing is you don't even think about your nerves because you're just busy. Painting them a massive picture so that their、um, their imagination runs away with them, and they、yep. can already see you in the team. They can see who you'd be friends with, where you'd、mm. sit, what you'd look like, you know, in,、yep. within the team dynamic. And in doing that, 
that's going to get you way ahead than anyone else. And mm. so if you haven't, this could be one of the reasons that, again, you didn't get the job mm. and you ha- you weren't able to paint this picture where you're actually doing the role. Yeah. So I think that one of the best questions you can ask at the end of an interview is, what is it like working here? Mm-hmm. Right? That's mm-hmm. one of the questions that you could yeah. actually spin in your direction because when they explain how it is to work in that organization, you could mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, I can actually see myself working here and here's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you could do that. It's just a yeah. little, it's hard. It's hard at the end because okay. then if you said anything that... Um, oh, okay, no, I mean, like, you could have it at, you can say it at the end or in the beginning yeah. of, like... Yeah. Whatever yeah. time yeah. when they say, do you have any questions or yeah. feel free to like ask any questions. Mm-hmm. You could yeah. sort of throw it in there as well. Yeah. And, and that could be also a lesson for the next job that you yeah. go to as well. Was there anything that you were missing in that? Mm. And pay attention as well when you're painting this picture on for the skills, the soft skills. So yeah. often, you know, they'll, they'll mention, sometimes they, job ads mention, skills twice okay and i don't know if they've done that on purpose or not but i think that it's just important to emphasize those ones even more so right. an example is once i went for a job and they just mentioned passion okay. quite a few times so mm-hmm. i made sure i made sure i went in really passionate about what i was doing and that's yeah. never a bad thing of yeah, course having passion that's so right. yeah yeah so as long as it's not coming across as desperate yeah it's okay to do that yeah so um yeah so paint the picture Make sure that you seem like you really want it. You're really motivated to mm. be there. And also just make sure that you, you've shown them that they, you'd be a really good cultural fit. Yeah. So just remember to, well, it's easier said than done, but to relax and try to remain positive during the interview. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just an expression of your skills and your experiences, but also your personality. Yeah, that's right. right. It's a big thing that's underlooked. Yeah. 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 So that's it for this episode, guys. As always, you can catch us on our website, which is getthejobaustralia.com.au and on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, as well as YouTube. Because and all of these And Spotify. <laughs> because all these episodes will be online at yep. those platforms. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.